everyone can't believe it is may on sunday like may what in the world like my grandmother told me i know i've said this before in the podcast but she told me the older you get the faster time goes and i remember so clearly she telling me this i was about maybe nine ten years and I was really just laughing at her because that wouldn't be true. In my 10-year-old girl world, uh, time was running so fast anyway. So it could not. It's impossible time runs faster. Boy, was she right. Oh, my goodness. Um, just crazy. Like, zoop. January, February, March, and April has now gone. We're coming into the fifth month of 2022 and this is what the 44th episode i'm recording like 44 <laughs> it's just nuts and with this on sunday or on saturday in sweden this weekend actually is kind of a holiday weekend um may 1st is a holiday in sweden uh Saturday, April 30th is Walpurgis, something we do not have here in U.S. at all. But today in uh, in Sweden, that is like the kickoff of spring. This is the official arrival of spring in Sweden. Uh, and we celebrate this in a little bit different way. Um, we actually have a huge bonfire. And everybody comes out. It's usually super cold, ironically, um, because it's still spring and, and we're still talking about Sweden, you know, or it's still winter somewhat. Um, and we come out and we sing songs. We basically celebrate the spring is coming, that we see the the light is coming, the days are getting lighter, and, and uh, we're just seeing the snow disappear and it's getting better. We see we see something better coming in the near future, if I say that way. Um, everything is just to celebrate the spring and summer today. It comes from um, a tradition like it's I had to Google it and, and look up in Wikipedia because we learned about this when I was in what middle school, maybe. Do you think I remember that? I'm, it's been an absence. Um and I'm going to read just here uh, the first uh, little thing, paragraph. And it says, while the name Walpurgis is taken from the 8th century British Demonian Christian missionary Saint Walpurgia, Valboy, as it's called in Swedish, is also the mark uh, arrival of spring. So that's basically what it is. Um, you can read about uh, Walpurgis and all that, but that's why we celebrate it in Sweden, at least, Oops, um, today. Um, the history of St. Walpurgis is long, huge, so I'm not going to go into to this. Um, and there are also, uh, as far as I understand, several different versions of her life and history and what actually went down and why she was burned on a bonfire and witches are uh, going towards um, 
the Blue Mountain um, to basically, it's a tradition of um, keeping the witches and the bad saints away, bad spirits away, not bad saints away. But yeah, it's something we don't have in in U.S. here at all whatsoever. Um, but today it is a tradition of welcoming spring. Better times are coming. Uh, we see warmer temperatures. Snow is going away. And the reason also uh, today why we have a bonfire is there is a almost a national burn ban that kicks in sometimes in May or June because it's, it's becoming weird, weirdly dry. Um, and Sweden is kind of a country with a bunch of laws as well. Um, they like to have rules and regulations. And and I read when I did the research here about Wolfhardges and Balboy, um yeah, one of the reasons why we have the bonfire is that we burn everything that we needed, that we threw out from the winter and the spring cleaning. We burn that right before the burn ban goes in effect. I did not know that. But it's kind of true. I love those bonfires. Uh, it's mostly just just because we, we're standing there and we're singing and we're having a good time. Family event. Um, it, it's always in the evening, so it's dark. You can see the fire. I, I just like it. I like uh, Walpurgis or Valboy. Uh, that's got to be the word of the day as well, by the way. Um so yeah, when I say Sweden love rules and regulations, um, we got a new law in Sweden that I'm going to tell you about. Uh, I found out about it actually this very morning and I am laughing at it. Um, you are not allowed to drive a jet ski unless you have a state issued permit. As I said, Sweden is very much for law. So it's actually like there are stipulation rules, rules and regulations and laws about just having a horse in a trailer. Uh, the purpose of you moving the horse depends on whether you need to have a permit or not to have the horse in a trailer. Yes. And if you have that permit, you can also do elephants, giraffes and other weird animals. <laughs> Not like you would put that in a trailer all day long, right? No, but this jet ski thing is you have to apply uh, for basically a driver's license for a jet ski. And um, you're not allowed to drive a jet ski unless you have this and can show it. And the th same thing, if you rent to somebody or you borrow, lend out a uh, jet ski to somebody who doesn't have it, you are um, at fault for that. So don't do that. And I was laughing at it kind of hard because I live in Texas. Seriously, to my knowledge, we do not have anything like that here in Texas. I know there are states that um, has permits for jet skis and stuff. Uh, maybe Florida. I don't know. what, but, but I can imagine, right? But for me as a tourist, if I go to Sweden, uh, I will not be able to to drive a jet ski if I wanted to. That's not really my sport or my thing to do, but it would be fun though. But but I can just see how much trouble this will make for the Coast Guards. They will have to look up for this. <laughs> Seriously, folks, why? And if you have any questions about this, um, like permit, driver's license, uh, you have to have for animal 
pulling an am- animal, you have to, to not have that permit. You have to be able to prove that you're moving the horse for private purposes. Moving horse for a show is not considered private purposes. So if you're going on a show, horse show, uh, you need to have this this license or permit, whatever you want to call it. It's a little red card. I have it since many years ago. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it kind of funny? Like this is Sweden. I don't want to talk bad about Sweden, but for, for me, when I moved here, one of the things that I, um, that I liked with being in Texas was not being so freaking controlled all the time there are rules and regulations and stipulations for basically everything how you're going to do it why you're going to do it that way and name something if you're going to paint the fence on your house on in front of your house that's you got to have a permit for that anything you're going to change regardless if you're in the county or if you're in the city you need to have a permit for everything and don't even think of it. Like if you were a model inside your house, you probably need a permit for that too. You don't, but there are things. You need a permit to change your AC unit. You need a permit for to everything. So that was something that I really enjoyed with moving over here was this kind of do whatever you want if you're in the county. Uh, and you have way more freedom in most cities as well than what you have in, in any city in Sweden, for goodness sake. Um, so yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. If you ever move to Sweden, be prepared of things has rules, regulations, laws, stipulations for, for everything. And, and that's kind of things that I, that I don't miss. What I do miss is, um, like, here in the town I live, Wills Point, uh, growing up in Sweden, you are blessed and spoiled with tap water. Uh, awesome water. You, you can drink anywhere, anytime, and it tastes really good. Here, especially in the town of Wills Point that I live, it's nasty. Nasty. Uh, you just don't drink it. And people often ask me um, that listen to my podcast or the Swedish podcast, why do you have bottled water? Simply because it tastes so bad. The tap water is like sometimes I it smells bad too. And sometimes it does smell so bad. I choose not even to give it to my dog. It's not dangerous to drink. It's not harmful in any way. It just smells and tastes dirt that that's the best uh explanation i can give so you feel like you're having you feel like you would drink it from a nasty well with dirt that that's what it feels like so that's why we drink a lot of bottled water here and what i do miss is the recycling process in sweden you drink something from a a can or a bottle and you recycle that you collect them and then you go to this recycling place and you get money back for your plastic or your cans right and you collect it so to the point where you get a, quite a lot of money it, it it's you it's just what you do um 
did you grow up with that? And then you buy candy and chips and salsa and, and bad stuff for it. Uh, but that's kind of a celebration of you've, you've collected this and you've recycled them and you've been a good person, right? Here in US, and that, that was hard for me when I moved here, they throw, we throw, I should say, uh, the bottles straight in the trash. There are no, there are few, I can count them on one hand in Dallas DFW area recycling places. Um, I don't even know where they are. I have no clue where they are. And for me, it would be a one hour and a half to go there. I wouldn't even do it. And I'm not sure you even get money for it or if it's just a feel good thing um, to return the plastic, right? But I'm never in Dallas for a private reason. Uh, so why would I go one and a half hour and just to recycle? But that is something that I miss to do that process because it feels kind of with the amount of bottles that I consume, um, it's easy about four to five bottles a day that I use up during the day. And that goes straight in the trash. I feel like U.S. could do a better job on recycling. Again, Sweden is extreme. They sort everything. Like paper goes in one recycling bin. And this is like in every household. You have to do this, again, by law. Paper goes in one uh, recycling, plastic in one, batteries in one, compost in one. And then it's color coded so the trash people knows where it goes. And ironically, it all goes on the same area when it's dumped. But there you go. The plastic, though, is put aside the batteries and all that kind of here. We put the batteries in the trash can with a plastic. No thought about it whatsoever. That is still today. I wish the Americans could have a better mindset, but literally they don't give a shit. That's the problem. They do not give a shit about it. Um, I didn't think this was going to be an episode going into an environmental uh, discussion, but apparently it is. Um, but then you go to see, like, um, it's going to be warmer. We get a more extreme weather. I don't think it comes from recycling per se. But it got to like stem from somewhere, right? And if everybody had the same mindset to try to work a little bit more environmental friendly, I think we could do pretty good, much better at least. Um, just look at the amount of plastic bags that are used at Walmart or Berkshire's or anywhere. In Sweden, all those bags cost money. It's like going on Aldi here. Aldi is a German uh, company. So in, at Aldi, I don't think you even, you need to bring bags with you in Sweden. I don't know how it is here. I haven't been to an Aldi for years and years and years. So that that's kind of weird. So just a thought. But spring, Walpurgis, Valborg is coming. Spring is here. Um, and on Sunday in Sweden, it's kind of like a politician day. Uh, Socialdemokraterna has their big day uh, on Sweden. They're 
having all these uh, meetings on squares and talking politics and I don't know what, as I've said, I don't like politics, but they are. That's a big politician rally day in Sweden, May 1st. And that's also why it's a um, holiday in Sweden. Now it falls on a on a Sunday, so it would be a holiday day anyway, unless you're like a healthcare worker or anything like that. Um, here, I work the um, rodeo last weekend. That was interesting. Something we don't have in Sweden at all. Like, I had to... First time I came to, to US and I was at a rodeo, I was very uncomfortable. I did not like it at all. Um, but I had people explaining to me and I'm going to try to find a guest who can explain rodeo in a better way. Um, because it took a good explanation to me to accept that sport. The first couple of events that I worked was mentally very painful for me. But then I was more explained of what they're doing and how they're doing it, how they're getting the horses to book, etc. And it's no harm to the animal. Um... But I'm not gonna. It was interesting. It was two days, two nights that was kind of uh, fun there. Um, by the way, next week uh, is not going to come out on Thursday. It's going to come out on Sunday, and that is because it's going to be a Mother's Day episode. Believe it or not, again, U.S. and Sweden are not celebrating it on the same day. So we can talk a little bit about that. Um, and then we're going to hold on tight because I know there is some weird weather coming in. Uh, hold on tight. Um, weather has been weird this year here in Texas. I'm telling you, um, cold to the bones and then the same day hot to the sweat. Really weird. You just don't know, uh, what's going to happen literally but yeah spring is here i like it this is going to be a short episode because i have a lot to do a lot to do much work short episode volboy yeehaw it's a little bit party party night it's a party weekend in sweden this weekend i like that i like that so yeah um hold on tight spring is here May is coming, and it's also my name day on on May first because my middle name is May. By the way, haha, <laughs> happy name day to me. <laughs> like no one cares. <laughs> um, y'all have a really good weekend. Uh, take care of one other another, and then I'll talk to you next Sunday, not next Thursday. Don't forget that. Um, on Mother's Day. Bye, everyone. You have listened to an episode of the Swexon podcast. Feel free to leave your feedback on our website, swexon.net. And don't forget to like our Facebook and Instagram accounts. You find them with the handle Swexon podcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, stay safe.